Hello, 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 and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a new series on Netflix called Arcane. I know that it is a science fantasy show, and that's about it. <laughs> so I think that is the perfect opportunity to take a look behind the curtains. I just want to ask Piers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. So the series, which consists of nine episodes, dropped on November 6th of 2021. Uh, let's see what they can give me here. Produced by, uh, what does that say? Fortiche? Under the supervision of Riot Games, it is set in the League of Legends fictional universe and primarily focuses on sisters Vi and Jinx I thought her name was Powder maybe she adopts the name Jinx but every time they kept saying Powder I just flashed back to that movie that was <laughs> such a terrible movie but I remember crying at the end <laughs> um, I don't know anything about League of Legends uh this has been renewed for a second season so that's pretty cool it's written by christian link and alex Yi. story by christian link alex Yi, connor sheehy and ash brannon directed by pascal charu and armand delord let's go into our creators which are christian link and alex Lee as well. Into our main cast, we have Haley Steinfield as Violet, Ella Purnell as Powder slash Jinx. So yeah, she must just have a, a name change. I can see why they would call her that. Mia Sinclair Janess as Young Powder, Kevin Alejandro Alejandro as Jace. <laughs> that um. <laughs> I got weird for a bit. It's fine ass. Katie Luing as Caitlin Caraman. Molly Harris as young Caitlin Caraman. Jason Spisick as Silco. Harry Lloyd. Ooh, I have such. I have a huge crush on Harry Lloyd. You don't even understand. This is my subtle crush that's just like under the radar. He is so attractive. As Victor <laughs> talks, ooh, let me try not to butcher this. Olagondie as Mel Madarda, JB Blanc as Vander, Reed Shannon as Eco, Miles Brown as Young Eco, and Mick Winger as Cecil or Cecil B. Heimerdinger. There's a, there's a long list of supporting cast, but I think we got the gist of it. This seems to be broken down between Acts 1, 2, and 3, so that's interesting. With three episodes dedicated to each act. Uh, I think that we have given credit where credit is due. So let's go ahead and discuss the first episode. Welcome to the Playground. Hey, hey, welcome to the bar. Hey, hey, welcome to the bar. 
writer and director on each episode so i'm guessing that uh, those credits belong to the the same two uh, this where the story uh, and i don't watch a lot of anime that is is this considered anime i'm not sure well it says an animated action adventure drama so i'm gonna go with yeah <laughs> i don't watch a lot but uh this was very good i liked it a lot as an opener um i gave the episode a 9.8 out of 10 i liked the setup between the characters um it was very straightforward for the most part i, I didn't write any notes i just watched the episode and as uh the synopsis points out it is involving two sisters by and powder we meet at the beginning of the episode it seems after some particular uh conflict i'm guessing with these peltovins peltover enforcers there we go that's such a weird name (laughs) but after some type of showdown on a bridge we all know how those marches on a bridge go (laughs) you're black in america this one ended just as bloody and it appears that their parents have died vander who is a big ass motherfucker is fighting off some other enforcers but seeing these two abandoned children decides to adopt them i'm not sure how many years this is in the future it doesn't seem as if powder is that much older so i'm gonna say maybe five six years later he seems to be the owner or that seems he is the owner of a bar what's the name of the bar didn't catch that so <laughs> he is kind of the the boss of the underground to some extent which we find out a little bit later but before we get there let's catch up with our characters with our sisters and their i guess their adopted brothers i'm not sure what their relationship or just friends milo and clagger they are off to do a robbery in the city of pilt over that is just gonna take a while and during the robbery they hit pay dirt in the coop, busting at the roof. I got bands in the coop. Touch me, I'll shoot. They had a whole bag of shit. They uh, they actually did really good. If it wasn't for the fact that little sis had to touch some shit that, when it hits the ground, it's also some blue glowy crystals. Yeah, she stole all of them. <laughs> she didn't say, "Let me grab a few." She said, "I'm taking the whole entire tray." But as they're getting as they're about to leave because the owner comes home the the thing the crystal explodes like a bomb destroying the building which catches the attention of the enforcers and a chase ensues where they really need to not be caught and they are able to get away by going through a vent and i would probably be gagging too because i'm pretty sure that shit but it's fucking disgusting i should have said it's a sewer pipe because definitely <laughs> wasn't just a vent 
and everybody's like what what happened and they all well at least the boys heads turn <laughs> in the same direction me me you. <laughs> you you mean me throughout the whole entire episode from this point forward because this is how my brain works she was shaggy because it wasn't me <laughs> However, someone was following them and this group, Deckard and his thugs, want a piece of the take. When we pull up, give me the loot. I said, how about a taste of my fist, motherfucker? I love the way this was shot, especially with powder in the middle and then seeing all of them. The cinematography in this was really good, really strong. I loved it all the way through. Uh, but I, this shot in particular was uh was making me feel some things <laughs> started nerdgasming i was not expecting them to handle business like that either i was expecting they were going to be overpowered <laughs> no they whooped all they had <laughs> every single last one of them like oh no oh no 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 you don't know who we are and who we was raised by however powder is spotted runs away she has all of the loot gets cornered is unable to defend herself so she decides to toss all of it into the water instead of just letting him have it so that they can roll up up on him a little bit later and jack him for the rest of their shit back so powder yes i do need you to think her sister is very kind <laughs> and you know how i feel about children they always want to listen in on conversations and then never listen on the whole conversation and then they get their feelings hurt before the whole entire conversation is revealed <laughs> because everyone is giving her shit rightfully because every time apparently she comes along things go awry which is why they call her jinx i guess she owns it at some point but i can't fault him for or clogger for feeling that kind of way but milo is an asshole he ain't gotta rub it all up in her face everybody isn't meant to be a fighter or uh <laughs> part of a crime gang I, I don't know why you're so shocked by that however when they get back to the bar vander immediately knows because it's all over town something went on up top and uh he has a good 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 hunch on who's fucking responsible but not before there is a deal that's going on in the bar and they tried to get one over on what was agreed these two criminals i guess but when he comes over and his uh, reputation is heard that's when uh it's taken care of so it's good to see that he takes care of the people around him but he won't give up his people we find out a little bit later he then comes and talks to the gang like i know what you did how could you be so stupid vi is of course a crusader she's a, a rebel she wants to you know you guys have so much why shouldn't we be able to talk to take now this is zon zan something like that uh, is that where they call the underground i think i am saying that correctly the undercity so 
he knows this might cause a problem but he says he'll take care of it they have a one-on-one conversation where he says look they look up to you and if something goes wrong it's on you if something goes right yeah that's a good for a celebration but this was not a good idea because she had challenged him like when did you start living in the shadow of our oppressor so to speak but he knows after probably uh going through them stuff and things like you know how it's all you're young and you're you get older like ashford character if you watch expanse where you're like yeah i understand why you feel this way because <laughs> i've been there however years and experience have taught me that there is a better way it can be accomplished without violence maybe try some diplomacy or you know make our niche where we can make our niche he then takes a whole bunch of shit and the clogger is who i think it is and goes to i said it outside i'm gonna remember it denzins or something to that effect now they kept saying how did you get tipped off and they kept saying little man i guess that's eco eco is a little black kid he's adorably cute and he had gotten the tip because some guy came in bought a whole bunch of stuff they ripped him off and then he followed him home (laughs) and realized hey we can rob him even more he then sees that the enforcers two of them are in town he tells clogger to leave as both um vander and his friend the owner of the and i catch his name the owner of the denzos they have a conversation where they've had a a bit of an understanding like i don't interfere in your city and you don't come up top mentioning the expanse grayson the officer is played by our own shara i always mess up her last name a i'm just gonna do that i'm just gonna put that i'm just gonna do that i'm just not even gonna fuck the rest of it up because i think i actually got the first part right (laughs) don't burst my bubble okay don't burst it uh but yeah i'll recognize that voice anywhere my mom's like the smoker's voice (laughs) grayson lets him know that this is a big deal this is a problem and that the people up top want who is responsible but who's responsible is his own children and of course he's not going to give them up but she gives him a a communique i don't know what that was to attempt to reach her if you're willing to give up someone because you know if <laughs> you don't we're going to come down here with a whole more a whole lot more of these enforcers and you know that's going to cause even more of a problem so eco hears all of this and i'm sure he's going to go rat Vi takes her sister up to the roof and gives her a tour of where all of them made mistakes at some point and that you shouldn't beat yourself up for it and that you know you're smart your brain's smart i'm smart with my fists but we're fighting for the same thing they want justice in their city they want to be recognized and they wanted to be they want the same privileges that are befitted those in the much higher upper class of society 
we then go to i know i'm not hitting on every scene but <laughs> i'm sure you've watched it this is a review more than a uh a recap but we have the scene where i don't know who this character is but he's the one that sent deckard to spy on the children but he was only supposed to watch him or what yeah watch the children not get in a fight with them and because of that he's about to kill him except he tells him that vander is in trouble which spares his life only to learn a little bit later in a conversation with his scientist friend that he's not gonna actually have his life spared because they're gonna use him for this experiment where we see a cat go in for dinner except 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 the little mouse takes a couple of sips of some chronic juice and goes straight up manic on that freaking (laughs) cat that has no fur on it and thus i felt no sympathy for it a cat's with no fur it's just fucking weird i don't know why it's almost like uh, you know having no skin on me why would you take something away from something that naturally has that you know i don't get it like those cats are they that cold you know they're freezing the shits off you took the fur i don't know if that's natural i really don't but it feels unnatural it looks unnatural i don't fucking like you know hairless cats so if mice get one up on a hairless cat more power to the mice or the mouse in this case because there are not plural versions so i think for the most part that covers everything she still got all of those crystals uh which i feel is important because they seem to be like they were in somewhere where someone was studying a lot of shit and doing experiments and they said it was the academy so i think it's going to be interesting seeing what the fallout on the other side of that is going to be because who does own this place they kept making a big deal of it i think that's going to lead to some other things down the line i love that v is trying to be a good sister but she also needs to leave that girl at home (laughs) for the time being you know focus on what you're good at and that is the end of my commentary on this episode but never fear we have feedback mimi take it away I'm gonna try and do this feedback for Arcane as best as I can. I was watching with Derek and I don't know how your daughter is when you're watching shows, but he likes to talk and ask questions that I can't possibly answer because I ain't never seen this shit before. So I didn't get to watch it like thoroughly and really invest and I feel like it's probably gonna be like that. But I promised him I wouldn't watch it without him, so I can't I don't wanna be a liar that's the one thing i told myself before i had kids 
I would never lie to my child. And I haven't done it whenever he asks me something. If I honestly don't feel like he's ready to hear it or I'm not in the mood to talk about it, I straight up tell him that. I was like, we can talk about it later. But that is very rarely happening. It's usually something to do with. <laughs> it's kind of funny talking about it, but it's usually something that happened with my sister-in-law because she's a cunt and I fucking hate her. And he'll be like, Mom, what happened? Why are you mad? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it right now because it's not going to be pretty. I'm not going to be able to sugarcoat how I feel. So that's usually the only time I ever, like, tell him I don't want to talk about something. But I never lie. I tell him the truth. Like, I'm really angry right now and I want to talk about it. So <laughs> I don't want to make myself a liar out because uh, I want to make myself out to be a liar because of a television show. But I told him, like, if you're going to watch this with me, you're going to have to, we're going to have to watch it through. And if you start talking and we pause it, we can only do that a couple of times because I need to be able to follow along. So I can tell you what I remember. But for this, I think the show is maybe like, I, I think it's like 40 minutes long. And it took us like an hour and 10 minutes to watch it because that's how my son is. So I know what the first thing I know, I do like I love like the colors. I love the Derek said it's like animation, uh, like uh like regular animation computer animation it's like a combination and i'm not quite sure how that works but i'm not gonna pretend like i know anything about technology but i love the way it looks and i love like even like their mannerisms the way they like each character like talks and the way their like uh eyebrows move it's so like it's so realistic even though it's a like it's animated it they they really paid attention to detail and I love animation like that um I thought it was anime but Derek said it's not I don't know don't don't I'm not gonna pretend like I know what anime even is I know it's like Japanese animation but I think it's a specific kind I don't freaking know um I do know that one of the voices I immediately recognized was Ava Sarala I'm not gonna butcher her real name so I'm not gonna try and say it but I know Christian's voice anywhere and I was like my son was like how can you tell I was like I could tell and I looked it up just to prove a point <laughs> like don't question me I know that's her <laughs> she plays Grayson um, I don't know much about what's gonna happen I knew I do know like there's characters that are important that haven't been introduced yet because one of the reasons I wanted to watch it was because I would see these uh pictures of this like gorgeous black goddess in gold i don't know what her name is i don't even know what exactly her care if her character is a good person or a bad person i just know i was in when i saw that i was like okay black queen she literally looked like in my mind whenever i thought about um cleopatra that's like that character is who i would imagine cleopatra looking like I don't know if Cleopatra is supposed to be brown, but when I think of an Egyptian, I think about a person that's not white, like their skin is brown, not black, like an African person per se, because I know, like, I know a bunch of people from Somalia and they're not, they're like brown, they're kind of light skin and their hair kind of has like that loose curl texture. It's not as kinky as someone that might be from like West Africa. So I know people in Africa come in different shades and and people in south there's white people in south africa and i do comprehend that but i'm just saying what i imagine an egyptian looking like would be like that character so i can't wait to get the introduction to her um i think powder is freaking adorable um and i i'm assuming at the beginning the little pink hair girl and the blue hair girl 
um, it's Powder and whatever the main character's name is, you know it's going to take me at least a couple more episodes to remember people's name. The only reason I know Grayson's name is because I looked it up. And I know Powder because she's cute as hell and so far she's my favorite character. Um, she's clearly a little, like she's a, a thinker, not a fighter. And, and I'm mad they act like you don't need people like that. There's it's a reason in, when you think of siblings, one of them is a fighter and one of them isn't. You don't need two bronze in a relationship. You need brains and bronze. And clearly Powder is the, the brains of the operation. And I do think her, with those little blue jewels that explode, her mind, when she, I think she's going to somehow put it in one of her little bombs and blow up a whole motherfucking planet. <laughs> We're going to see how that goes. But she's super cute and so sweet. I love her. And I'm going to need her to be protected with, um, at all costs with, with whoever lies. Eyebrows can go because he's annoying as hell. And he's so weird looking. I don't know his name, but I know you know I'm talking about eyebrows. It's Chunky. We can call him Big Man. <laughs> we got eyebrows, uh, pink boss, powder, and then the little, one little black boy with the blonde hair. I'm going to call him Platinum because I don't know his name yet. But he's cute as hell, too. Um, he's going to be a, a secret weapon, I'm sure. Um, but back to what I was saying, um, just, uh, I don't really, I'm telling you, my brain is so damn foggy. It's that damn cough syrup. I took it at like 1130 this morning and it's still effing up my brain. Like I took a regular dose. It wasn't even extra. I took the regular dose that they told me to, and it is really jacking up my life. Like, normally I know I talk in circles, but I usually am able to connect the dots. Like, make make it a ring around so it, it all closes in. But my mind ain't even able to do it. I keep thinking about things, like, hours later. Like, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Anyway, so um, I, guess, I guess I'm trying to figure out what's really happening so far. So I have a theory. Oh, okay, I remember what I was saying. So the guy that we were introduced to at the beginning who saved them I heard her call him dad I don't think that's her real dad I'm assuming that's her adoptive dad um because the person we saw dead was her real parents is my assumption um it looks like Derek learned a new word at school called dystopian and he be using that shit all the time he's like oh that's one of my my uh words from school this is a dystopian society <laughs> So that's what I keep thinking about. We know something big must have happened. I'm not quite sure, but I am trying to figure it out. And I don't want to Google anything because I don't want to be spoiled. So I'm just going to let shit unfur unfold however it does. But I do think I'm going to really enjoy this show. I don't watch too many animated things um, nowadays. Um, I'm not opposed to it. It's just, you know, it's just I need a reason to watch. I told you how I feel about being white woman fatigued. And there's a lot of shows that, like, the heroine is, is a white woman. And for some reason, it, even if Pink is the heroine, I'm okay with it. Because she's not a, a pritzy blonde or, a, like, just pritzy. She's, like, asexual. Like, yes, I know she's a female. But she's not the, like, the fact that she was, she went fisticuffs with them damn boys like she was fighting and they were fighting her like she wasn't a girl like I want a hero like that I don't care that she's white I just care she's not a stereotypical white heroine like I like it I'm obsessed with it actually um and I know there's some some melanin in there already even not even just white 
or not even just black so um i like it um i think that's all i got so far i'm gonna really try and pay attention and i think i'm gonna be jotting down notes while Derek makes me binge so do, at least i have some points that i want to talk about and maybe some some actual like theories or questions so that my feedback ain't as dry as this one is but this is the best i got for you so until next time love peace hair grease black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode i definitely know that feeling that's what that's the feeling i get when i go to the movies with any of my family members they always just talking but particularly my mother so what's about that watch the damn show what do, you, what do you mean i'm sitting next to you we doing the same experience ma'am why do you need me to explain the movie to you we can talk afterwards for right now let me eat my popcorn uh-uh this is why i'm gonna move to her i literally would go by myself before i would go with any of my family members <laughs> even i will say my daughter is quieter in the theater every once in a while she'll go Ooh, and that's it she's into the story <laughs> she ain't even that's like this is not what we came for okay no you don't talk it is not a talking time but i understand Derek's younger <laughs> he is way younger um i also do not like making false promises which is why if the answer is no that's what you're gonna get <laughs> so why i never lied about uh santa claus or the easter bunny i'm like yeah i'm not about to pretend that's a real thing because <laughs> you start down that path and i just i just like look if you ask me if santa claus is real if you don't ask no well no she asked immediately she's like so is santa real nah nah that's all made up though but you can still participate and that's what she does she'll write a whole note i'm like sometimes i don't got dollars when her teeth come out so i just instead of making up some lies and stuff i just put a note forgot to go to the atm tooth fairy <laughs> uh i will say i shared the exact same the exact same idea that this must be anime but apparently we're both wrong i don't watch anime either so yeah i forgot it was a whole japanese thing my daughter does so i'm pretty sure she would have been the first one dragging me about it but i did see those gifts of a gorgeous black queen that i am very curious to see uh step onto the scene i'm also with you too it's like it's not so much of we don't want to see a caucasian woman do we need to see the same tropish caucasian woman the oh i have a sad story but i can whoop everyone's ass and i just happen to be blonde haired and blue eyed which we know is propaganda for white supremacy <laughs> hey i didn't make up the nazi regime uh ideal person they came up with that shit all on their own and let's get back to the egyptians i might actually do something on the egyptians one day during the uh history lesson because this is one of the things uh, um we do kind of because egypt's in africa right so we automatically assume that all egyptians are black or brown and most of them are let's just let's just put that to test most of them are but uh, 
Mesopotamia is, a, uh, you know, all of those societies started, while they wouldn't be considered Caucasian, because they're really not. They have a lot of Greek influence. Greek and, um, oh, what's the other one that I'm, I'm Persian? Uh, that whole little area. It's all mixed. It's all mixed. So you might find some lighter, much lighter um, Egyptians, but most Egyptians are actually brown, not black. That's a huge misinterpretation mis, uh, with the Egyptians that they were considered black. Now there were slaves that were brought in. Uh, that's not to say there wasn't any pigmentation that was darker, but the majority of Egyptians, you know, it's in Africa. It's, it's still brown. Um, then you have the black pharaohs, which came in that has similar culture to the Egyptians. They actually, the Kushites, which are the more darker version of the Egyptians, actually took over and ruled Egypt for a very long time. <laughs> some unspoken history for like 125 years that we don't really address which was the Kush kingdom and the the black pharaohs but because their their language and their religion and so on and so forth was so closely identified that they just lumped it all as Egyptian but it's actually not true because the black pharaohs were much more of the African descent if that makes sense with black you know descent um so there's a lot of mis misunderstanding there in uh that conversation then on top of that you have the cleopatra debate <laughs> i can say with all certainty with all the history i you know i'll be down in that history cleopatra was not black she wasn't even brown she was greek she is from a long line of greek macedonians from the time of alexander the great who took over that whole fucking his empire they split it up in five sections but technically the the macedonians were the head of the state um they control a lot of the the commerce you had the the pharaohs but then you had the the upper society and they were, despite the them being much dark, you know, shown as brown, they were in fact much, much fairer. Um, just look at any Greek person around that time, and you will get the correct uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Racial identity of Cleopatra. She is descended from a Macedonian leader and his descendants all the way down the line. That was the people who controlled um, the Egyptians until the black pharaohs came in, which they're actually the Africans. I think I've repeated that in the in a circle loop a little bit, but that's the point. Um, very interesting history, and it's it's about how history is written by the <laughs> you know the. And it's funny because. The Egyptians are given so much credit for the pyramids. However, the Black Kushites uh, have more standing pyramids to this date than the Egyptians ever did. 
we don't talk about that because those were the black pharaohs and the Kushites and that's going back to Mansa Musa and now that you've already had your history lesson for today I think we can go ahead and wrap up this podcast if you want to send feedback on our next episode of Arcane blackarcouchygmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic